0: Hey everyone, I'm Don Cameron with Price Modern and this is the designer studio. You may notice that the set looks a little bit different today. That's because today we're shooting in Washington, DC. We are at the stunning Hayworth showroom on Massachusetts Avenue. And although the venue has changed, the format is still the same. We have one rockstar designer and our standard five questions, starting with what's your favorite color and ending with, if you could design anything, what would you design? And joining us today is the Co-Director of Interior Design and Senior Associate at Hickok-Cole Architects, Amy Shavelson. Welcome to the Designer Studio.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Sure, well, we had a chance to meet uh, earlier. We sat down at Baked and Wired in Georgetown, and you were right, it was the best uh, red velvet cupcake that I've ever had, so thank you. And I realized, walking away from there, that you can solve a really big dilemma in the world really a global misunderstanding. And that is that 50% of the world says Ralph Lauren. <laughs> and the other 50% say Ralph Lauren. Yeah. Now, you had a different career before you got in design. You started I did. with that company. I did. So let's set the world straight. It's which Ralph is, Lauren. It's Ralph Lauren. Yeah, so it's American, you, not French. There you go. You know who you are, and the record <laughs> is clear. We did it here on the Designer Studio. It's Ralph Lauren thanks for clearing that up.
1: Yeah, my pleasure. So
0: you start as a buyer in Manhattan and that's your first career.
1: Um, I actually started as a manager within the store. I was um, managing the flagship location on Madison Avenue, uh, particularly the home collection floor Uh, and then ultimately I ended up moving to the corporate offices where I was buyer for furniture, fabric, wallpaper, and lighting product, all of the special order lines within the home collection. So
0: very related to... Highly related. And is that where the desire for design started, or did you always have that?
1: Yeah, so I grew up um, creative, I grew up performing, um, and then I ended up in this career that was very numbers-driven. It was very much about profits and margins and turnover and things like that, and um, twice a year, My job was to sit in a room with a bunch of architects and designers where we would make the plans for how we were going to gut and renovate essentially uh, the 18 stores that carried home collection throughout the country Um, because Mr. Lauren was never trying to sell a product but always trying to sell a lifestyle so it wasn't just let's sell the bed, it was sell the linens on the bed and sell the end table and the coffee table books that are on the end table and the cup of water that's sitting on top of the coffee table books. And so we would gut and renovate and I'd sit in a room with the architects and designers as we sought to re-imagine this design concept that we had set forth in our primary showrooms in New York um, and I thought their job was so much cooler cool. than mine. Yeah. So So I went back to school.
0: So you went back to school. Yeah. And where did you go?
1: I went to New York School of Interior Design on the Upper East Side.
0: Okay, great. Yeah. And the second career begins.
1: Yes. Yeah, I'm about 14 years into that second career already.
0: Great. Well, okay, so you know how this works. Yeah. We ask you the five, and we'll start with the easy one. What's your favorite color?
1: Yeah, it's not so easy. No? <laughs> I, I think that this question I've decided is essentially impossible to answer. Kind of
0: like when people say, what's your favorite movie? What's your favorite song? Right, right,
1: right. Um, the color is tied to so much for me. And mm-hmm. I think part of it probably comes from that past experience as a textiles buyer. Um, and I see color and texture as so inherently linked to each other and color is so much about feeling to me so So when um, when it comes to personal style there's a lot of neutrals involved right I live in a very gray world um, but when it comes to um, other colors, the, the way that a nice blue or a lilac makes me feel is just completely different than the way that a green makes me feel. And then it links to texture. So I think of like a nice, like creamy ivory color, and immediately that's a cashmere. That's a rich, nubby texture, too. It's not just the color. Um, so, was it so fair to say that maybe
0: that. on a project you would have a favorite color? For that project. Yeah. Because all of those things are coming together. I think that's
1: fair to say. Can you
0: think of a project where maybe you thought, wow, that is the right color? We chose that one. This pops here.
1: I can. Um, A a number of years ago, I designed a pediatrics clinic, and the way that we used color in that space was really strategic and um, I think super successful.
0: Great. Yeah. Okay, so kind of related is the second question what's your favorite material?
1: I'm a textiles girl. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I am all about the texture and, again, uh, very inherent to the nature of the color is, is the, the quality of feeling um, and, and the level of depth that textiles will impact any space.
0: Excellent. And who would you say was your greatest design influence?
1: So I thought about this one a lot. And I, I think I went through all of the very standard and typical mm-hmm. responses. But ultimately, I, I think I landed on Ralph Lauren. Um, oh. And uh, and the reason is because one, he has very, and, and that experience very directly influenced my design acumen. Um, uh, two, I think that there, he's, he's a unique example of how fashion and furnishings really come yeah. together and have for a really long time. And a lot of the inspiration for the way that I think and the way that I see design comes from fashion itself. And I think he does a really brilliant job of merging the two. Yeah. Um, and I also think he does a really brilliant job. If you look, I don't know if you're familiar with the Home collection product, but the the product spans so many different styles, um, from super traditional and you know Georgian in roots, and right. then goes to really um, contemporary carbon fiber pieces, and then everywhere in the middle, but. All along the way it still stays very truly on brand right and, and so he's still able to span all of these different styles and all of these different genres while maintaining a brand integrity and I think as a designer you need to be able to do that too. Yeah, interesting. You need to um, be able to f- meet your clients where they are at the style that they're at um, and still be able to ring true to.
0: And as a brand too, they've yeah. been able to do that for decades Yeah. yeah. and and set the tone in some So interesting. Okay, that was my
1: first exposure to design, and um, very much directly inspired and impacted
0: my. Still inspires you. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. And so, how about your your favorite piece of architecture or interior design? And I guess I would open that up. You know, given your last answer to even any design, really, that kind of inspires you.
1: Yeah. um, So, inspiration again. If I can be a little bit general, I find inspiration in a lot of different. Things mostly I find inspiration in the things that are most unlike the way that my brain works so if I look at the things that you know architects like Zaha Hadid or Frank Gehry the way that their mind works in such fluid forms Mm -hmm. that's not how I work I am I am angles and I am straight lines and I am structure um, with some soft edges within and so things like the Barcelona pavilion um, that is I, I just I take great Pleasure in looking at something that is so simple and shows such honesty in materials, and I think there are a lot of um, components of that, you know, international style to you know modernist style that still carries through in today's design. Um, that you know, connection between inside and outside, using a lot of glazing. And it's certainly softened up in today's world. And we've taken it to the interiors, I think, more successfully than it ever could have withstood on the exterior of spaces. Um, But having that level of transparency and um, connection to indoor and outdoor space and that idea of less being more and really honoring truth and materials and a lot of the architecture that is around us, I think is a premise that rings true today.
0: All right, great. And finally, if you could design anything, doesn't have to be an interior space, if you could design anything, what would you like to design? i
1: going to nerd out a little bit here. Okay, good. The highway system. Really? I am so fascinated by the way that roads come together and mm-hmm. the idea, I, I spend a lot of time in the car every day yep. um, and uh, even when I'm traveling otherwise, I find myself focusing not on the road that's ahead of me but the roads that are around me sometimes because it's so fascinating to me to think, how do they figure out what's an overpass and what's an underpass and where are they working with the natural landscape and where are they creating man-made landscape to support the road that they need to design so that everything ends up working together so that all the puzzle pieces come together and create um, the end result. I am totally fascinated by
0: highways. Okay, (laughs) and maybe solve some traffic problems along the way.
1: Well, yeah, there are, it turns out, these ideas in highway design that are meant to solve traffic and accident issues using different kinds of contrast between the color of the road and the landscape around is all meant, there's a whole science and psychology behind it. Yeah that I think is so nerdy and so cool.
0: Well, that is nerdy (laughs) cool, very nerdy cool. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. Really appreciate it. And if you're interested in working with Amy on your next project, please go to Hickok Cole's website and you'll find contact information there for Price Modern. Of course, pricemodern.com or hayworth.com. And we will see you again next time here on the Designer Studio.